Uh, yeah, yeah. Any team news ahead of the weekend? Um, n- the ones that we already had injured are still, unfortunately, sidelined for now. Um, but in addition to that, Abby has had an injury, Abby Harrison, to her ankle in training last week. So she'll be missing this weekend as well. And Sarah Stratagakis is also uh, got illness, uh, got an illness. So she's going to be unavailable for this weekend. So two new injuries for that list. Okay. And with, with Sarah then, I'm guessing that's just this weekend. Um, yeah, she uh, well, she's not been in this week. She's been quite poorly, so uh, I think we just see how how that that goes. But um, yeah, for now it's just this weekend. But we'll see how things how she feels over the next few days and and see what next week brings. Oh, well, I hope she she recovers well. And and Abby, is that a short term one or maybe a bit long term? Uh, not long term, certainly not that. Uh, a few weeks as well. I think will be out. Hopefully, return after the international break. Obviously, takes her out of the Scotland squad as well. So, um, you know, disappointing for her. But hopefully, we'll see her return shortly after the international break. Okay, and last time out, uh, finally, after all the uh, close performances, you you did get the get the point against uh, against Villa. Um, since the turn of the new year. How impressed have you been with your side? Um, and how are you going to keep on motivating so that you can finally start to get those points to move up the table? I've said it a few times. It's really easy to motivate this group. Um, and I think it's because the results have been so close that we've been in games, you know, which was a different feeling from from some of the games in early in the season, um, that, that things are starting to come together the performances are quite strong so motivation is really easy actually I think you know we're we're still chasing the wins um, and when we get points and then teams in and around just get points it kind of just fuels the fire a little bit more to just make sure that we we stay within the fight um, for as long as possible which I I think we've got the ability to do and and certainly the drive and, and motivation. Fantastic and then last one before I hand you over to everybody else um just your kind of thoughts on Leicester and how they're doing this season. Obviously, they've gone from being kind of perennial relegation battlers and, and now this term, I gather that everything's like really, really close, but I guess they're kind of an example of how a team can push on um, in their kind of second, third season, then WSL and um, really start to perform. Yeah, I think um, Willie has recruited really, really well as a, as a team there. He's got some really good players that have come into the fold since, you know, this time last year, you know, he's had three windows now where he's made huge recruitment um, uh, recruitment choices to to strengthen that squad. So I think you can see that in each window that he's been in, that he's really made it stronger, which allows him to play really expansive football. You know, they're a really attacking team, out, want to outscore you um, and, and quite transitional in terms of wanting to get in behind, gritty, quite hard to play against when we played against them in our first game of the season. You know, we, we learned a few lessons there. They managed the game very well. And I think he's got his team performing in, in the ways that he wants them to play. So, you know, I think that they're quite a, a strong team in that kind of middle, middle of the league group. Fantastic. And best of luck on Sunday. Thank you very much. Hey, Lauren, great to see you. Um, I was just going to ask, the kind of the next two weekends feel quite pivotal, not just with your games, but with, you know, the pe- the teams in and around you and who they're playing and 
and there's a real chance, I guess, to capitalise. And I, I just wondered, like, after that West Ham game where I guess things were a little bit deflated, now you're right back in the mix and you have every chance. So that must give you lots of motivation. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, we've been looking forward to this second half of the season, if you like, to replay the teams that, that we lost out to in, in, in almost naive ways. And I think that we were so fresh-faced coming into Leicester at home, you know, the first game of the season that hopefully we've learned some lessons and, and are harder to play against for them. Um, same goes for for Brighton after the break. You know, we we were so close there and it went down to the dying minutes and that game in particular still feels like one that hurts us because we were so close to a point which changes so many things in and around uh, uh, us. So I think ultimately the next two games that we play, you know, we, we want to get our teeth stuck into them. We want to have a real go um and then obviously things change in and around you as well at, at that point but um yeah i think you, you're right the next few few games and few weekends are, are, are going to be key to to what the end starts looking like but we're all, we're still you know on those you know cup finals we're still in that run just because we got a point in one of them doesn't change anything for us and i was just going to ask you quickly about being a, a kind of a coach in, in this situation because you have to, I guess you're you're the one that everyone looks to to keep be keeping your head up. So I'm just about how you kind of manage yourself and um your kind of day to day to keep your 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 kind of I don't know what you're giving the squad up. I guess. Yeah, I know what you mean. Really, it can be difficult, but I think the people that I've got around uh, me, the, the the staff, the coaches, everybody that's that's involved, we. We enjoy what we do, regardless of what that, that league looks like. You know, we still want to get better, pushing the team to get results and believe that the process is what get, kind of gets you through. So coming into work is it, not a problem to be around those people um, and actually excites me still. So that's great. And then, you know, I, I love coaching and I love being around the team. So, you know, that you get that in the middle of the day, which today was 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 great fun um, and yesterday. So, you know, you've got ambitious players that want to be here. You want, they've got staff that want to be here. And we work hard to make sure that that, that feeling still um, rolls into every day, re regardless of results. Brilliant. And then just one, one final thing. I think coaching pathways have been a big topic of conversation in, in recent weeks, especially like with Emma um, and what she's been saying about like having the the means for for players to become coaches and you know make lessening the obstacles I guess um, to becoming a coach and I know at Bristol you have you have Lauren within the mix and you have um, Rachel Furness I think is doing some coaching as well so how important is you is it for you as a manager to help the next kind of bunch of coaches coming through in in that respect? It it goes down to ambition again for me. You know, if that's what the players want to do next or whenever that next becomes a reality, then we want to support them with that. And if that is coaching, I think it's great. You know, you can see the players that have got a real passion for being around um, the, the football environment and, and you know that they're going to be good coaches or good leaders. Um, and it's kind of just what we do as pl with players anyway is develop that ambition and if that's what they want to do then we find ways so yeah uh Fernie is is helping out with our 21s while she's injured at the moment as well she's gone through her b license it's the same as last year when we had Anita Asante with us um working on the on the field just you know after retirement working straight in in those realms so I think you know you get a good blend of different types of experiences as well within that you know we've um we've got Lauren who's been at the club for so many you know years playing she knows it inside out in terms of that um and then we've also got Nat Haig who 
well, I used to play at Villa as well. So, yeah, I think maybe we're a good a good club for making sure that people can have like, opportunities to grow. Really, I think it's important. Um, cheers. Thank you so much. Hi, Lauren. Um, it's obviously been two weeks since you played that draw against Aston Villa. Has it been a little frustrating that you haven't been able to jump back into a game straight after a good result? Has it been good to have these two weeks to prepare? Um, we always want to play, so that's uh, that is something that you have to wait for, I guess. But um, you know, we've we've utilised the the two weeks well. Uh, it gives us two weeks to prepare for Leicester, really. So. Um, we've had to use that to our advantage. Um, we we had an in-house game with some academy players stepping up at the weekend so that we remain kind of on task and fully loaded, if you like. So it's not like it was down tools. It was absolutely stay focused and, and just have a two-week lead into Leicester. So hopefully we, we can put it a good a good performance in. You mentioned that Leicester was your first game of the season. What do you remember just about that day in general, with it being the first game of you managing in the WSL? That the just the, the game itself was just like a roller coaster, you know. They score, we score, they score. But I, I felt that we had um we had a lot of lessons in that. I say that quite often, but that one in particular, I think we went into it thinking that Leicester were the Leicester of a year previous, but actually, you know, they were quite a strong team to play against, really attacking, and, and we struggled to get the ball past uh, Sophie Howard that week. So um, yeah, that's I remember it being up and down that game, really enjoyable. Um, and I thought the crowd were unbelievable with us. So those were key things, and I think we get better crowds than Leicester. So hopefully, uh, they won't get that feeling. And how much do you feel your team has evolved from that first game of the season to now? In quite a lot of ways, you know, it, we've had to grow up quite quickly, learn those lessons. Um, but equally, it's changed. You know. The the shape that we've been playing in, the style's very similar, but the shape has changed a few times, personnel in that shape. Uh, you know, we had Meg Connolly in the midfield, who has then played in the back line since then. So I think we've found our footing since that point. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how it looks now after so many months and, you know, win, lose or draw, as long as we've we've kind of left everything out there um, in this particular cup final, then then I'll be happy. One final one for me, an obligatory Wales question, I feel. But Tiana Tesa got her first call-up to the senior squad for the friendly against Ireland. Obviously, on loan at Cardiff City Ladies at the moment. How do you feel to getting on and loan? And how happy for are you for her to get this opportunity? Yeah, uh, Tiana's kind of come in with a, with a new confidence since playing at Cardiff City Ladies. You know, she's getting the minutes under her belt that she she needs to show what she can do, um, which we absolutely know and believe that she's got the ability to. Uh, so pleased that she gets the the call up and, you know, it's a, a fresh-faced Wales squad with some young players in and she gets to to have, a, have an opportunity to make her mark so that the senior players then know her name from that point onwards. I'm just really pleased for her and, you know, I know that she'll go in and be herself and you know she's she's a great positive player around the group so I'm really pleased for her. Brilliant thank you very much Lauren good luck this weekend. Thank you. Sorry guys we've had a couple drop off the course we've got time for a, a quick one from Rebecca and then from you Reese, before we wrap up. Hi Lauren uh, hope you're well. Um, I was just going to ask about um, Leicester and you said before about um, 
you know, the first game of the season, there were just goals flying everywhere. Obviously, like their good start, they've kind of settled down a little bit, but they still seem like quite an unpredictable team. They can either, you know, put a couple past you or they're putting like six or seven past you. I mean, are you expecting them to be quite as chaotic as last time? Yeah, I think so. You know, watching their games, you know, they go all out to, to score goals um, in every attack. So I think that's why the, the results have gone that way. And, you know, they've ended up wrapping a few in against teams. So I think that is the the, the thing we need to watch out for. Um, but, you know, they end up with a front five at times that you've got to go and deal with. So um, and they're, you know, very they're more experienced than some of our players in this league, but also, you know, they they're going out to to win at all costs, I'd say, in in that and I mean it by um outscoring teams, like happy to win five four if that's how the game goes. So I'd imagine it would be that kind of situation. And also we're starting to be known for that situation as well. Like if someone scores one against us, we get one back. So it could be chaotic or it could be that we cancel each other out and that's a boring game. Watch it'll be a nil-nil draw now. Um and just <laughs> and just looking at yourselves, obviously, um, you talked a bit about that Aston Villa game, but do you kind of see it now coming into the stretch of the season where it is crunch time? Because obviously there's Leicester, then there's Brighton, but then there's quite a few tricky fixtures coming up, including Man United, Arsenal, Spurs, like you are about to go into a difficult stretch. So are you kind of saying to the players like this is the moment where we really need to be capitalizing? We haven't really gone about focusing on particular games or opposition because it's so up and down and you can see like how Brighton have done it and got wins against the top teams as well. So we're still looking at those games to find ways to get points out of them. Um, yes, it they kind of come in in a teams around us and then we go into teams above us um, or quite considerably above us. So I think it's just allowing us to get the flow of the type of game we want to play in. So, you know, we can treat Leicester and Brighton as very similar games. But when we go, you know, Arsenal and Man United, they are, they're similar in a different way. So, yeah, in some ways we have to do it differently. But um, ultimately, we're going to go out into every single game in the end of the season to, to try and get something on the board.